0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Drive for Show, DFS for Doe here on Roto Grinders. We've got another week of golf in the works. And I mentioned uh, the last couple weeks, I've mentioned that this is a fun time of the year for the PGA Tour schedule with lots of good tournaments and big events. And, uh, you know, there is going to be quite a bit here over the next few months. But apparently, I did not realize uh, that this event was sprinkled into said calendar. So uh, we've got. Uh, we've got an interesting one this week. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down uh, here in a little bit. Jay Steele says he's the first in. Let's go. He's more excited than I am about this tournament. Um, boy, it, it's a, it, it's a weird one. Um, I mean, well, look, introductions first. I'm Justin Van <laughs> Zuden, STL Cardinals 84. I've got Derek Farnsworth, Mr. Notorious, alongside me. Uh, a, Noto, how you doing? And B, going to need an explanation of the hat.
1: Yeah, hey, uh doing well. Uh still looking to find my uh hit my stride in the in the DFS streets in terms of the main lineups. Just haven't been uh, hitting them so far this year. Uh been relying on a showdown in rounds three and four after all my guys missed the cut on Friday. But uh yeah, doing good and the hat uh Hattie B's from Nashville. Uh my favorite chicken place. Gotta go there every time. Uh I visit so is Nike. that their
0: logo is that their
1: logo then? Uh it's usually I know, I've seen a bunch of different logos. But I was so. gonna
0: say I've, I've, I mean I'm, I, I don't frequent obviously since I live in Illinois, but I, I mean I'm familiar with Hattie Bees, and I, I'd never seen the, uh, that logo before.
1: Yeah, they you yeah, have the the Hattie Bees in cursive or just a B, but uh, yeah, saw this one fit my hat better, or fit my head better than the other one, so uh, rocking this one this week.
0: <laughs> well, very good. Uh, we did our uh, weekly snake draft last week. Uh, Dan Kramer cashed again, so the world is still spinning. Uh, it was not a great week for uh, for team RG in the snake draft streets. Uh, seventh for me and uh, and eighth for Noto, so uh, not much to uh, to write home about. Uh, for us, uh, only three made cuts out of the seven for Noto, four for me, a couple guys that uh, three guys that finished plus five or worse so uh wasn't a great week but uh, Macman takes home the uh, the prize got a uh, full six through the cut uh jaws in second and then uh, Dan Kramer in third uh noto is going to try to convince me that we got to do a 12 <clears throat> 12 person draft again tonight i'm not sure how that's going to work i don't know if there're even enough golfers in the field to to do a 12 player snake draft tonight Uh, At least it seems that way. But, uh, yeah, we can break it down. Uh, Of course, a quick look back at last week. John Rahm just continues to roll. Uh, Really impressive what he's done over, say, the last eight months. I mean, uh, this is one of the better stretches of the PGA Tour, I'd say, you know, one of the top two or three stretches that we've seen, uh, at least since since DFS golf has been going around. Dude's just uh, rolling right now.
1: Yeah, dude's on fire. I think last week we said he lost to less than 20 guys in like his last 10 events. And uh, that still holds true because he didn't lose anybody last week. Although I will say, man, he got some incredible breaks. Uh, I don't know if you saw some of the highlights, but uh, yeah. he, he hit a truck on one of his uh, one of his drives that would have went way left. He hit it over a fence that he got a free drop from. And then he obviously hit it off the grandstands at two feet, which he put in for Eagle. So uh, he's, uh, everything's working right now for John Rahm, but it was fun watching him, you know, celebrate with the family and, uh, yeah, John Rom in California. That's a thing. Um, the only way to end a John Rahm run is, uh, the Florida swing.
0: So, uh, none of the big guys, uh, we have to worry about this week. So, you know, that obviously Rahm was the, uh, the big takeaway, but we had another tournament where we had quite a few bigger names uh, at the top of the leaderboard, as we talked about with a tournament like last week's, your top five was Ram Homa, who we talked about last week, always plays well in this course. Cantley, who you talked about, uh, you know, kind of being the forgotten guy there last week. Zala who we both liked and uh, Keith Mitchell, I wrote up last week as well. That ended up being the top five. You also had Colin Morikawa, Jason Day once again inside the top 10. So a star studded leaderboard once again last week. Uh, and really, you know, uh, no surprise given the, the way that course plays and the uh, difficult nature of it. The cream generally rises to the top. Saw another miscut on the number by Matt Fitzpatrick, Jordan Spieth, another miscut, uh, Justin Rose, Hideki Matsuyama, Taylor Montgomery, J.T. Poston, all guys that missed the cut on the number. So uh, one swing here or there could have really flipped the results last week. Uh, you saw guys like uh, Keegan Bradley, Billy Horschel miss the cut as well. So, even though it was a star-studded leaderboard, there was some carnage. As Noto mentioned, uh, his uh, his team was done by Friday. But uh, a few strokes here or there might have uh, changed the uh, the way that uh, turned out for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, we always see you know these type of events on difficult courses. If you make the cut, um, you can really go on a run. On the weekend. But you mentioned, I mean, we had a lot of good picks. Uh, home McCann out Torres Mitchell all up in the top five. Uh, but yeah, just had too many missed cuts on the roster. And uh hey, Tiger Woods made the cut. Um, really impressive. He was hitting the ball. He had a lot more swing speed than uh everyone was expecting, especially I don't even think he was expecting to hit it as far as uh he did, and then obviously got in trouble for the uh joke there that he played on uh Justin Thomas, but uh yeah, other than that, I mean, good seeing him play four rounds. Um, that was really just the, the hope of the week is that he could play all the rounds that he was you know, able to. And uh, kind of a little bit uh, more, I don't know, I think he might be okay this year. Uh, maybe we'll see him play six or seven times. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I was impressed. I mean, I, I was really impressed. I mean, he was out driving Rory on some holes. Uh, obviously, the outdrive uh, outdriving JT on the hole that led to that controversy there, but uh, really impressed uh, with uh, what we saw from Tiger last week. So uh, kudos to him for you know playing a difficult course and uh, and playing well. So uh, I do agree that it seems like when he tees it up, you know he could have been he could have been several shots better uh, than he was. Missed a few putts and uh, had a few you know wayward uh, approaches that uh, you know he was maybe in a good position off the tee. Uh, But it it was uh, definitely eye-opening to see him play that well. So kudos to Tiger uh, for uh, performing pretty well there last week. And uh, we'll see uh, what he does next time he decides to tee it up. Uh, That is not this week, nor is it this week for pretty much everyone else on the PGA tour, it seems like. So, um, look, I, I make light of it, but Chris Kirk is the third most expensive golfer on DraftKings. Alex Noren is 9,500. Matt Kuchar is 9,300. Uh, Matt Kuchar is 9,300, and we have him projected at 21% ownership. So that's the nature of this field. Um, I mean, yes, it's the start of the fall swing or the Florida swing, not the fall swing yet. I wish, uh, but uh, the, 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 the Florida swing I mean, but is this field, like, am I just losing it? Do I say this every year? Is this field always this bad? I don't remember this field being this bad.
1: I think the last time we had a really good field here was a year uh, that Keith Mitchell won over Ricky and Brooks. Ever since then, I mean, it just seems like it's a bad place in the schedule right after the, the West Coast swing, and then everybody just doesn't want to come here and, you know, get – get smoked by this course. A lot of people say it's the hardest course um, that they play regularly on the PGA tour and there's water everywhere. Um, you know, at least at TPC Sawgrass, you know, you're going to make a lot of birdies um, if you're hitting good shots, but here it's just going to be tough uh, to say par on most of the holes. The bear trap pretty much claims everyone that attempts it. And yeah, I just think guys don't want to come out here and, and get embarrassed. So um, it sucks, but uh, well, we, we move on and uh, maybe we hit one of these long shots this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does really feel like this is a week that could be pretty wide open um, without a a lot of strength at the top of the field. I mean, yes, you've got Lowry uh, and you've got Sungjae there, but uh, I mean, we haven't really seen a ton from Lowry recently. Uh, This really is wide open. Um, You know, I, I, I think kind of the moving of the players on the calendar has affected the, the field strength of this tournament too. Um, you mentioned, you know, the winning score it, it generally sometimes we see it in, in single digits under par. Um, obviously there's not a whole lot of courses that, uh, we see winning scores that, that poor, if you want to say it that way, uh, these days, but, uh, it, it's just not a course where there's going to be a ton of birdies. Um, you got a par 70 layout as well, so not as much in terms of attackable par fives. The par threes are pretty difficult. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just a tough place to play, and with a weaker field, uh, you're probably not going to see uh, a whole lot better scoring than, uh, than what we have the past few times. So uh, what do you make outside of it being difficult of, uh, of the course this week?
1: Yeah, I was going to pull up the the wind for the week because if uh, if the wind's blowing, it's going to be really difficult, like you mentioned. Looks like it's going to be you know 10 to 13 mile per hour you know, wind each day. So not too bad, not as bad as it could be, but still going to be difficult. You mentioned par 70, so not as many birdie chances with the two par fives. Uh, the last four winners, 10, 12, 6, and 9 under par. Um, there's water everywhere, uh, as I already mentioned. I think it's in play on 15 of the 18 holes. Been in the top seven in difficulty each of the last five years, and uh, yeah, narrow fairways—they're um, tough to hit. You're going to see a lot of guys club down off the tee because the rough here is a lot thicker than most places. Probably going to be two and a half to three inches this week is what it's sounding like. Uh, so you would not want to hit the fairway for sure, but it doesn't doesn't really mean you should be focusing on driving accuracy just because. I think most of the the longer hitters are going to be clubbing down when they need to. And uh, I'm looking for a Florida experience guys that put well on Bermuda guys that like windy conditions guys that like tough courses. I think that's kind of the way you want to approach it this week. I don't think there's necessarily one stat that you need to focus on maybe approach, but uh, yeah, I mean, one or two bad approaches are going to uh-huh. definitely skew the, the results this week.
0: Yeah. And again, pretty wide open. I uh, don't mind going against some of what ends up being chalk this week, simply out of principle uh, with the nature of the field and the unpredictability, you know, of the, uh, the course you're going to see, you know, somebody hits it in the water uh, double bogey, you know, it just uh, adds a little bit more variance this week. Uh, six out of six, you know, maybe a little bit less important with the, uh, with the less exciting scoring conditions in play this week. Uh, so n- not a bad week to uh, get a little crazy, both with some bets and, uh, and maybe with some some DFS picks as well, just because everyone is going to uh, the old FOMO of the, uh, you know, the the guys that are at the top. Uh, but uh, there's just not as much win equity concentrated in those top guys as what we see some weeks. So uh, don't be afraid to, to take some chances uh, and, you know, maybe go uh, pivot away from that, uh, you know, 30 percent own guy that uh, that everybody's going to be on that maybe doesn't deserve. Uh, to be 30% owned. So just some food for thought. Um, and, you know, I know it looks like some of the, the sites are maybe a little bit slower getting up, uh, getting up odds this week as well. I see a few that don't even have odds up yet. So uh, interesting to, uh, to say the least. Um, anything else generally before we dive
1: in? No, I like the point about, you know, fading shock, more volatility, the more water there is. So uh, yeah, don't mind taking that approach at all. And uh, from a betting standpoint, I think it's a good week to place some placement bets uh, on some of the long shots. I just think, you know, there's going to be a lot of random names up towards the top of the leaderboard on the weekend.
0: Yeah. We can try to maybe hunt down a few of those as we go through. And we've only got two golfers above 10,000 on DraftKings this week. So that's naturally going to add ownership because a, there's only two and B uh, the field gets ugly in a hurry. So you got, we've got 38% ownership on Sung JM right now and 28% ownership on Shane Lowry. uh, Neither of whom I would be, really excited to play in a vacuum given those circumstances uh sung jay i know has good course history lowry as well uh but it's not like these guys have been lighting the world on fire and you've got mega chalk here so i think it's really really interesting uh because you go right underneath them and kirk and horschel are you know projected for about half or a third of the ownership so uh i guess let's make it a top four here of m lowry kirk and horschel and uh what are you thinking
1: yeah, so I think it's Sung Jay, and then there's a pretty big gap to the rest of the field. Uh, Sung Jay, you mentioned the form. Last week wasn't great, but he has historically struggled on or at Riviera for whatever reason. Um, I was hoping he would overcome that last week, which he did not. T56 finish, but prior to that, sixth, fourth, 18th, uh, he won here in 2020. So, And I always like him on these shorter Bermuda courses. Uh, it just seems like he loves the Florida stretch. So I do like Sung Jay quite a bit, doesn't have a weakness in his game. After that, I mean, I'm fine with Lowry. Uh, he was in pretty bad form before last week, but gained 7.6 t to green. So that was promising. Obviously finished uh, in the top five as well. And then Kirk, I mean, I he's always a guy that rates out well for me, and uh, I never seem to get him right somehow. Um, but he missed a cut the last time out, third places, each of the last two before that. And then Horschel, you're just kind of hoping that he finds his form in Florida. That's really all that you can go with. Uh, we've talked about the swing changes he's going through. He's missed a lot of cuts this year. So you're kind of just uh, you know, hoping for the best when it comes to to Billy in Florida. But I think I think there's Sung Jay and then everybody else I'm I'm not that high on.
0: That is going to be a theme, uh not being high on a lot of players <laughs> this week. I I agree with the You know, in general, I I think Song Jae is the class of the field. And I think maybe you just if you decide you want to play him, even if you're multi entering, maybe this is a spot you just say, okay, I'm going to go all in on him and I'm not going to play the guys right below him. And you get your leverage that way possible. Uh, I I think that's a reasonable path to take. Uh, But I I, I don't think you necessarily have to you know, play any of these guys if you want to do a more balanced build. Um, And and I did find uh, I pulled up the odds on DraftKings where you normally see maybe a few guys under 10 to one, and then quite a few guys in kind of the mid to upper teens. We only have him and Lowry. The only two guys at 22 to one or better on DraftKings right now, everyone else 20 is uh, 22 to one or worse. So um, you've got Lee and McCarthy and Noren are all at 22 to one Kucher, Kirk wise at 25 to one and Horschel's 30. So, um, you know, uh, like we've already said, a good week to maybe peak at some long shots uh, and there's just not a whole lot separating these guys at the top. So I like Sungjae the best, like Noto, but also if his ownership's 40%, I think you either got to go all in or just uh, play the fade for ownership reasons. And I am not touching Horschel until we see something from him. Um, fine with Lowry or Kirk, though. I, I Just maybe I'll play a little bit more Kirk at less ownership. Don't really know how I'm going to handle it yet. Uh, probably some lineups where I think you can fade the group entirely Um, and then that way you don't have to go too deep into the the value reaches this week either so all right uh, let's move into the uh, next range I mean Norin, Minwoo Lee Kucher, Wise and McCarthy and uh, and Dietry at 9k we've got them all at at least 14 percent ownership so uh, again with the salary scale being a little bit skewed this week uh, you're gonna see heavier ownership on everybody that's above the average price just because there aren't as many options as usual. So um, I never thought I'd see a Kuchar at 9,300 and at 21%, though I feel like we said that a few weeks ago also. Uh, what do you make of this group?
1: Yeah, overpriced and overowned Kucher It doesn't sound fun, uh, but, man, he looked great last week. He gained 12.6 T to green, which is his best mark in quite some time. We've talked about his ball striking being a lot better over the last six months. And if you're looking at, you know, any courses through just over the last five years, you're not going to see any. But he has played here quite a bit. I think the last time he played was 2011. So uh, it might be a little bit of a different course setup for him. I like Alex Norin quite a bit. I think if he would have made the cut last week, he would be a lot more popular. He tends to play well in Florida, yeah. uh, tends to play well on difficult tracks. Uh, he's obviously very comfortable in the wind. All these guys that, uh, you know, from Europe tend to be pretty good in the wind. So uh, I like norin quite a bit. And then, man, Minwoo Lee, eight straight top 15 finishes on the DP World Tour. I'm hoping a lot of people don't really know a lot about him. Um, he's up to, you know, top 50 in the official world golf rankings. And he's only 24 years old, so he's going to make a lot of noise. If he stays in the top 50, he's obviously going to get into all the majors. So
0: uh, it's going to be fun watching him.
1: So, uh, And then... Might know, as well uh,
0: play some of them, right? If you look at the stat yeah. models, like if they're all going to be skewed uh against him and you know a lot of people don't know about him but i mean this is this is a weaker field than you're some, seeing some of those dp world yeah. tour events maybe maybe that's a stretch but it's not much worse
1: yeah i mean dan dan in the chat says it looks like uh your wednesday nine whole skins game not an actual uh pj <laughs> tour event so yeah, it's not great not great um danny i mean if danny doesn't gain strokes putting here he's gonna be in trouble that worries me. Wise coming off of back to back missed cuts. Dietrich's been good, but he's never played here. I kinda like guys that have at least seen the course once. So yeah. <laughs> Any stronger takes on those guys?
0: Uh tell me who's gonna hit it in the water four times and don't play that guy. That's uh, my take.
1: Ryan Palmer will, but he's still he's still <laughs> gonna make the cut. He's he somehow is good at this event.
0: Yeah, I like I mean, I like Moo Lee simply from circumstance. And I, I think he, you know, he, our DFS sharp, you know, watching the show, reading the article community uh, is going to be on him. But the casual player, uh, I don't think as much. So I wouldn't be surprised, especially in the lower dollar contests, if his ownership is a little bit lower. So um, Lee, I don't mind Kucher Haven't decided yet. Don't really want to play him at that salary and that ownership, but. Uh, again, that's a little bias there. So got to try to throw that aside. Um, I'll probably play a little McCarthy. like McCarthy had three straight missed cuts here, but does have a third and a 30th the last two years. Um, I mean, it's fine, but yeah, no, no real hot takes. I do like Minwili though. All right. Uh, let's move into the eight Ks. You do have some guys with some decent course history here. Straka is the defending champ and has some good numbers. Uh, Svensson was top 10 here last year also Johnny Vegas has made the cut the last five years so uh, at least some course history to go off of with some of these guys Cameron Davis made the cut in his three trips uh, but just not a lot of great current form from a lot of these guys as we head down into the 8k's so uh, yeah if you're doing a balanced build like it just you know you go Svensson Vegas Straka Cam Davis like it's a clan of guys who just don't have great current form. So uh, what do we make of that group?
1: Yeah, unlike last week where you could just uh, load up on the, the AKs and low nines, it doesn't feel like that this week, which is why Sungjay just looks that much better up top. Uh, but Pendra definitely stands out to me. Uh, played pretty well at Pebble. And he's been very good in Florida. I believe the Players was his first event back last year, and he finished, like, uh, top 15 in his next eight events, something like that. He also had a T25 here last year. So I like Pendrith. I like Johnny Vegas. I believe his ball striking numbers uh, in four events this year, plus six, plus five, plus four, plus three. So he's hitting the ball real well right now. He plays here every year, which is obviously a bonus. And then I don't have a strong take um, on anybody else. Uh, Poston's been fine here, but nothing great. Svensson just <laughs> – the problem with his T9 last week is – He gained 11 strokes with the short game and lost strokes ball striking. That just doesn't seem, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, he's one of those guys that you want to see it with the irons, not necessarily the short game. So that worries me. straka has been playing over in Europe a bunch and not playing that well. Yeah. I don't know. Do you like anybody else here?
0: Nope. Nope. I don't. (laughs) I think Vegas is fine. Like I see he grades out well in the model. The course history is good. He's my favorite. Um, you know, Moronk was kind of a trendy guy last week, and he didn't play very well either. Like Davis just doesn't have the form. Uh, Pendrith, I always tend to play some, so I probably will for the ceiling. But I uh, just, uh, Vegas is the guy that I'll probably have the most of in here. Now keep in mind that, like, somebody from this group is going to be like a first round, second round pick in this if we do a 12 person snake <laughs> draft. Somebody's going to be getting JT Poston in the first round.
1: All right, question from uh, Tibor Kovacs. Sorry if I mispronounced that. uh, But who's the guy you would recommend fading above 9K other than Kirk?
0: I mean, it's Horschel for me just because the form just hasn't been there. And I'm not a Horschel guy anyway. He's the easy X out for me right now. Like You're literally only banking on the fact that maybe he can find something in Florida, like you mentioned. But I don't think I want to do that right now. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I guess I'll go with that too.
0: Uh, you didn't sound very – That wasn't very much conviction well, behind that. I was going to say
1: Denny, but, yeah, he's been good here the last two years, and he's at least somewhat somewhat decent form. So, uh, yeah, Horschel is probably the easy guy.
0: All right. Anything else above 8,000 that you want to touch on, or else you can go down uh, to the next tier there?
1: I don't mind bazooting out. So, <laughs> the recent boss strike has been terrible, but historically he's been much better on par 70s. Much better on shorter courses and much better on Bermuda courses. So I'll go back to Cbez, and I think yeah, he was t twenty five here last year. So uh, he's only the only other guy above eight k for me.
0: All right, let's see. We can go down to about this mid seven k range, and then we can get our our snake draft fired up here. Uh, so the ownership we've got, you know, Ben Griffin, uh, who's played fairly well over the fall, but uh, you know, again maybe faded a bit of late. Robbie Shelton tends to be pretty hit or miss. Uh, Lee Hodges has been in bad form, uh, but uh, he did have a good finish here. his last trip. Uh, Benny On's been playing fairly well again, so uh, that's good to see. Bramblet's a guy I like a, a lot. We talked about a few weeks ago. Like I don't think these guys are all that much worse than the 8Ks that we just talked about. So uh, maybe find some value down here to round out your lineups. Like will Gordon, we've seen pop at times. You know, I don't mind playing a couple guys from here. Yeah, I'm right
1: there with you. Uh, not a week goes by that we don't talk about uh, Jaeger. So, uh, Mr. Gerg in the chat, definitely Jaeger week. I actually agree this time around. Um, the two things he does well are, you know, around the green and and he can get out with the irons. So, I don't mind Jaeger. You mentioned Sheldon. I like that. Uh, ben Griffin's always going to rate out well because his sample size is so small and the stats have been so good. But it's hard to argue with him. Um, he's been playing some great golf all year. Don't mind going to Aaron Rye. Uh, on was a name that uh, kind of stuck out to me. So he's four for four and cuts made this year. Uh, obviously got the promotion from the Corn Ferry Tour. And then he's three or four here with two top fives. So I think on is interesting. I like Will Gordon a lot. Um, he's missed the cut the last two times. And he also withdrew, but uh, very good off the tee. And just a guy that can make a lot of birdies. So upside at a, at a pretty cheap price
0: point all right so i like those calls now let's see uh what we got are we really going to do 12 uh, do we have enough interest to do 12 so i, I was draft? looking
1: at the lobby i think there was one with two people in it already so we can get 10 more i think
0: holy smoke i know we can get 10 it's just a matter of who are we going to be taking who are we going to be picking
1: well, let's see. Is, uh, that's what 84 golfers picked. So That's uh,
0: 84 golfers. Do you know who's see. 84th in the pre-rankings? Yeah, let me David see. David Lingmurth.
1: I got Kyle Westmoreland. <laughs> Jason that?
0: Duffner is in here. I mean, everyone wants in, you know? Patrick Cootie? I mean, look at this. these teams are going to be Aaron Baddeley, Luke yep. Donald.
1: Yeah, if you, mean, get three, if you get three through the cut, you're, uh, you're cashing.
0: Look at these guys. Jaeger's going to be a second-round pick.
1: Everyone wants in, Justin.
0: It's a huge advantage to the person picking first this week. I'll tell you that. It really yeah. um, This will be the one week where, where I don't get a pick near the top. I've had that a few times. Like the uh, –
1: all right. It's already up to seven people. We better it's get in seven
0: there. out of 12. It's going to fill it's
1: going to fill without us.
0: I'm in already.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't, I you were, you were on the
0: about it, but I did enter while I was complaining about it. Okay. Um, I'm in. I'm in. Eight out of 12. All right. Join that $5 snake draft, please. Uh, so that uh, you can share in our pain as we uh, go through the rest of the golfers uh but i'll sprinkle in quite a few guys uh, uh, in that tier that you just mentioned um you know buckley hodge's Benion, bramlett uh gordon throw some of those guys in the in the mix um but my, yeah.
1: my favorite 7k guy
0: danny Willett. Willett. danny, danny willitt all right he is Great. uh he's right there with ryan palmer at 7400 so I don't uh, mind Palmer,
1: but he has the worst track record of anyone on the bear trap, and they show that graphic every time, every year. The bear trap, and still, yeah, he still
0: finds a way to make the cut most of the time.
1: Makes no sense, uh, but 70 I like Willett. last year. But he made yeah, the cut. Plays well in the wind, coming off the of top twenty. The ball striking was pretty good last week. Sh Kim is interesting. Oh, and Davis Riley, we're back in Florida. We got to get back on Davis Riley.
0: Yeah, shoot, six, uh, let's see, eight months ago, he'd have been 10K. Uh, right. We're full. All right, Jaws, who cashed last week, has the first pick. Uh, Nodo is picking fourth. Okay, uh,
1: I'll, I'll get Kirk over Kucher. Who, who are you going
0: to get? So I'll get seventh. Um, God, you, get you can
1: get Horschel. It'll be I'm not part. taking
0: Horschel. Horschel's getting X'd out. Um, uh, Jay still,
1: Willow with the shoulder injury. That's good to know.
0: The algorithm is testing just how good Dan Kramer is at these things by making him pick last. Um, And I think that's funny, Uh, but uh, he'll still find a way to cash. All right. I'm going to have to switch the screen share to me one moment, please. Uh, Chrome tab. Boy, this thing does not like when I try to share my screen in the middle of a in the middle of a broadcast it always freezes on me and i don't know if it's there it goes I'm there oh unrelated note did you see why uh brendan still withdrew last week i did not live boy oh really interesting you know, they don't have enough players are they expanding their fields what are they doing
1: i think he joined uh phil's team got rid of matthew wolf and brought in brendan still
0: so now matthew wolf does what just
1: well, he wanted time off to spend with his dog or whatever. So he got but it.
0: I mean he still gets to whatever his guaranteed like <laughs> contract was.
1: I mean we think I don't who knows what these contracts say?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Lowry went first over Sung Jay.
1: Yeah, Jay still, my cousin left for live, he says. Brendan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um boy, this is gonna get interesting in a real hurry. Oh, who Um, went there? Aaron Wise Wise. goes third. Now you got your pick.
1: I was just going to have – I didn't want to pick. You just wanted the one
0: guy that was left. Now you got a pick. Now you have to pick. I'll go Kirk. I think that was the play. Chris Kirk, fourth pick. Alex Norin, fifth pick.
1: And Cooch is dropping.
0: If Coocher makes it to me, man, I'll just (laughs) dance in the streets here. But uh he's probably not, so I hey, would you imagine get,
1: you can get Manuel. Oh Couture's oh, still there. man,
0: I gotta take Couture. Wow. wow. Taking Couture seventh, that'll be just fine. So Noto was Nodo was gonna be happy taking fourth, yeah so. Still of the draft right there. I can't believe it. taking Matt Couture seventh overall in a snake draft is being called a steal in the year 2023. Uh, but uh that's all right, it is what it is. All right, well, we wait for this to uh, maneuver back around to us. Um, Like, the 6Ks have been a wasteland for weeks, uh, and that's not really going to change a whole lot this week. Like, is there anybody you like as a remote punt? Like, we talked about possibly going off the board this week. Uh, So who are we going off the board with?
1: So I actually had to bump down my model for Eric Barnes, um because he was right now so well and even after i bumped him down still the number one point per dollar guy on my model right now stats look good i don't really know what his strengths are it looks like he's a good putter good around the green um decent ball striker so yeah he's at 6700 i uh, have him like 24th overall which seems way too high but uh yeah so eric barnes is at 67 and then i like michael kim at 6900 how long has it been since we said his name
0: he won the John Deere a few years ago and then missed like 13 straight cuts afterwards. <laughs> um, it was
1: uh, it was epic, but coming off of a T 11 stats look pretty good. Um, his numbers on the corn ferry or his results on the corn ferry last year were pretty good too. So those are the two I can give you other than that. You're on your own.
0: What about Akshay?
1: I'd, I don't know what he's been up to. Let me see.
0: I don't know I think... what a lot of these guys, I don't know who a lot of these guys are underneath him. So, uh, I mean, he looks the like RSA. he's had
1: two top tens in his last four, probably both on the corn ferry, but pretty good.
0: Sprinkle him in. Maybe I'll draft him. Maybe I'll draft him in the second round. Um, okay, it's my turn again. Let's right, Dan, go.
1: Who, yeah, you go, and then we'll, we'll talk about Dan's picks.
0: Uh, I don't. I, I pass. Um, let's go <laughs> with Hodges. All
1: right, so Dan went Vegas, who I love, and Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel there seems like uh, some good value.
0: That's yeah, not bad at the 12th pick, for sure. Patrick Rogers Ooh. has apparently withdrawn. That yeah. came down this morning. I missed that. So.
1: Did I go Moronk? Oh, Ooh, I was going to go Poston. All right, I'll go Moronk.
0: Yeah, So Rogers is out. I think I saw a few more. Lanto's out. Um, somebody's going to get stuck with these guys on auto draft. That's pretty much it for. Did you catch uh full swing on Netflix yet? I did not. Uh, tax time limits my ability to watch pretty much anything outside of uh, Sundays. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> It's pretty good. When you have time, you should watch.
0: Oh, yeah. I have a whole list of stuff by that time. So uh, it's all right. We're making our way. It's February 20th. April 15th, will be here. In the September. show that
1: had Brooks Koepka and Ian Poulter leaving for live, somehow Morikawa was like the least relatable person.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Wouldn't have expected that for sure. At least for me. All right. So we're rolling into round three now as uh, Benny on, who didn't have a tour card at this time last year, goes off the board and uh, it's making its way back to noto at the uh aforementioned jaeger higo nick hardy range we'll see how much noto really likes danny willett i was just gonna say
1: gas man better not take him
0: all right he's there danny willett got the winner i think i'm betting willett this week ryan palmer look at this um look at these guys
1: these are some big names. Let's go. Webb Simpson I didn't know he was in the field. He Boy, that's not,
0: really <laughs> mighty. Have really fallen.
1: He must not rate out well for me.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot on Davis Riley. I think uh, the upside is there. Hey, Webb made the cut
1: his last time out. In Phoenix.
0: Uh, are you are you laying your stamp of approval <laughs> on it then?
1: No. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Dude, his putting's been so bad. Over the last 12 months in this field, 137th. How is that possible?
0: I mean, he was terrible at the beginning of his career, middle of his career, whatever. He was terrible, and then he all of a sudden became really good. Now he's terrible again.
1: Oh, baby. Dan Kramer loves
0: Willet. All in. Maybe Maybe Webb has the yips. Yeah. I don't know. It's bad, though. We'll see if anybody times out on a pick. or I don't think we have anybody on auto-draft. I think everybody is participating. We'll see if anybody gets tired of it and gets stuck with Patrick Rogers. Probably be me because it'll probably happen while I'm talking. All right, Dan's on the clock now. He's going with Adam Shank. Okay, uh, Adam Shank was a top 25 or nothing guy there for a while after being the guy that always got 60th. Kevin Tway it's a name we haven't talked about too much in a while. Calum Tarran shot about plus sixty last week. I think I'm off of him for a while.
1: Shank's made four cuts in a row.
0: Tway, Tway's always just
1: so good off the tee, and then you just hope he—he
0: just can't putt.
1: Hope he can do something else. So Tway's missed four straight cuts here, but much better form now than the last few years.
0: All
1: right, I literally
0: don't like anyone else. So we're going to start looking at form in the player cards here.
1: I was just going to bring out Brandon Wu for you. I don't mind EVR, difficult course, some wind. But you can save them for me if you want.
0: Uh, Sure. I'll go with Justin. So. Go with the namesake. Why not?
1: Fellow Justins, unite. Mount naughty This feels like a Mount naughty course. He's
0: been 2 Got a four. fourth at Pebble. Yeah. That's not yeah. a bad pick here. I take Malnati. Three of his last four. Oh, man. You've talked right, yourself into Malnati, I believe. Oh, nope, took Van Royen in instead. The old pivot.
1: I was looking for the next one.
0: We still have to take three more players.
1: We we get to take three more players.
0: Oh yes, uh, yes. I complain about this every week. I should just everyone's <laughs> picking from the same pool. I should just shut up and and, and, and pick. But uh, let's see. So if we once, only
1: once you get a taste of that cash, that nine dollar third place, you'll be you'll be. I haven't.
0: Yeah, I haven't cashed yet. Maybe that's why I'm so salty about it.
1: Um, Bermuda Ben Martin, not a bad pick. Oh Zach Johnson, another former John Deere winner. <laughs>
0: A fee- I sense a theme. Malnati's played well at the Deer in the past also. Yeah, Maybe uh, there's a crossover. Similar weak field events, I think, is the only crossover there is here.
1: Uh, Fratelli rates out pretty well for me.
0: Also has played well at the John Deere in the past. There's got to be something to this. Yeah. Fratelli form is uh, 13 miscut, 37 miscut, 14 miscut. So he's got another top 20 coming this week.
1: Yeah, if you can get a top twenty, this down, this far down. Ooh, Padre Harrington. That's not a. That's an interesting one.
0: He's like the next man on the. uh, There you go. Pick him then. Pick him.
1: Take him. (laughs) I don't know what I did, Dan. I apologize. Uh, Okay.
0: It's your turn, by the way. You're getting Patrick Rogers in ten seconds.
1: Oh, do I do Harrington? He's been playing well,
0: Champions Tour. And I need a pick here in about five seconds. I am next. Um, There goes Mark Hubbard.
1: Let's see, this isn't the Luke Donald course, right, that's in his
0: Innisfar- No, yeah. Yeah, I
1: kind of like my squad. Oh, Michael Kim. You got to get Michael Kim down there.
0: Why would I take... He's four for 11. He's No, two events is not going to be enough. I've got to go with my boy, Akshay. Because I really don't think there's a whole lot separating pretty much everybody that's left. I just don't. Take who you want. Um... Had a thought and I lost it.
1: Maybe that's our problem. We uh this is where the money's made, down at the bottom of the board. Oh, Matt Wallace. I know he's played well here in the past. Let's see what he's done. Two for three, two top thirties.
0: Pearson Cootie.
1: Alright, he's my next
0: Oh, was that you? Did you take him? Who? Oh, you took Balnotti. You haven't Ooh. picked him. Uh,
1: oh, Cooties playing this week? We were just yeah. talking about him last I... week. How oh, he needs to get more starts. Here he goes. That was a good pick, then.
0: Uh all right. So we got Dan on the clock here for rounds five and six. See, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have any clue who I wanna take here coming up. Just gotta sit here and scroll through the names that really aren't gonna stand out one over the other. Let's see. Dan's got Chess and Hadley, so add him to your betting board. Okay, so the low blow was the $9 for third place reference
1: because that's what Dan got last week. Hey, $9 uh-huh, is more,
0: more than zero.
1: I'll tell you that much.
0: What happened to Matt right. Wallace?
1: Coming off of a T29, not sure where it was, but Duncan. That guy that guy's got top ten upside when he when he's on. <laughs> he does. He's a good ball striker. I can't believe Sam Ryder's not here. He almost won. Was it last year or the year before at this event?
0: This seems like a shameless power type of event. Surprised he's not here. He'd win this thing. Yeah. All right. I'm almost up. Yep. I'm next.
1: Wait, did somebody take Barnes?
0: Oh, darn it. See, now you're going to, out of spite, around later, I'm going to take Michael Kim. <laughs> he's still here.
1: <laughs> That's a good pick. Okay. Here you go. My, the two guys I wanted for my leftovers are gone. Okay. Uh, who? Well, I wanted Kim and Eric. Oh, oh, they're
0: gone. I thought you meant they were still there. I see. Um... Here goes Dylan Wu. Kudos to everybody for sticking through the draft, by the way, and not like nobody gets Rodgers. That's uh, it's pretty remarkable for a twelve-person draft. So, big ups to everybody. All right, now Wallace.
1: Dude, Doc Redman remember when he was real good?
0: Uh, yeah, I do. I do remember when he was real good. He was always very inconsistent, but.
1: And when and he was good for like eight weeks.
0: That really upset me because I didn't play him, and now that feels like I I didn't play him during that whole stretch, and I feel like it was the right move because he suddenly just, I mean, all of a sudden he's just terrible now. But do you
1: know when I played him?
0: You played him the week he withdrew because of the family emergency <laughs> when he was playing well? Yep. <laughs> I didn't play him that week either, so I guess that was where it all came to roost.
1: Sean O'Hare, I know he's played well in Florida before. Let's see. Uh, in the last five years. This been. Henrik Norlander, he was the guy that was chipping in every three holes yeah, a couple years ago. He was good ago. for a
0: while, too. All right, I'm get back on. There goes Harrington. So Harrington lasted a while from when he was, where he was pre-ranked in there.
1: Somebody in the chat said we had him at nine percent ownership, which would be wild. Harrington. Yeah. You're up. All right, let's go, Matty
0: Schmidt. Yeah, I looked at him a little bit ago.
1: One problem with him is every site, half of them have it as Maddie, half of them have it as Matias, always messes with the model.
0: There goes Lebiota. Who the heck do I want? Well, we're going to go with Schwab because I'm afraid of getting Rogers if I dally too long. Boy, the next time we have a strong field it's gonna it's gonna seem like uh we've just got all sorts of options because some of the guys that were complaining about taking in the later rounds are like first round picks this week so
1: yeah what do we got next
0: something better oh, than this
1: no oh okay api i saw the puerto rico open i was like oh no but it's a uh, alternate for the api next week
0: tyson alexander really interested to see who the last pick is uh from dan here in this final round two picks left all right dan
1: do we confirm it's you get the top six of the seven or does your bench not count i can never remember
0: the bench doesn't count but it automatically scores the top six okay Day Dan picked Norlander, goes last. Yes. So, uh, Noto has got uh, Kirk, Moronk, Willett, Van Royen, Malnati, Wallace, and Schmid, and also a quote that I feel pretty good about my team. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is funny on the uh, Kucher, Hodges, Riley, Sa, Batia, Kim, and Schwab for me. Uh, who knows? We'll see how it goes this week and mercifully the snake draft has come to an end and uh i don't know we're at like 50 minutes on the the worst field that we've seen since the fall swing so uh i'm ready to call it a show anything else you want to pass along before we get out of here
1: yeah you're gonna learn to love this snake draft you're we're gonna just gotta get a a taste of the cash that nine dollars will change your life
0: (laughs) All right, uh, we uh, we will call it a show at that. Thanks to Steve for producing behind the scenes for us tonight. I know it was a slow sports night on the calendar uh, with NBA not in action, so uh, hopefully you all can enjoy some golf this week. Hoops will be back uh, Thursday, I believe, uh, but uh, enjoy the, uh, the breather. Until then, uh, thanks to Noto for joining me as well. I'm Justin. Have a great week, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you all next week, same time, same place. See you later, everyone.